Welcome to Pride Global's first mini-series for But First People, presented in partnership with the National Minority Supplier Development Council. My name is Radia Barnes, and I'll be your host. As proud partners of the NMSDC, the entire Pride Global team is thrilled to be bringing you this podcast. We'll be meeting with other Corporate Plus members and sponsors to learn how being minority-owned companies has shaped their business strategies, the relationship between sponsorship and membership, and much, much more. Join us each month to listen and learn from their stories. Today, I'm excited to sit down with NMSDC's Director of MBE Services, Icy Williams. Icy is a retired P&G executive, small business entrepreneur, owner of Legacy 83 Business, and the Director of Diversity and Wealth Inclusion for Canoe Asset Management an accomplished business professional and diversity leader committed to driving small business development and economic inclusion. She's also an expert in supply chain development, strategic planning, and employee development. She's been more than a voice for change in our industry and community. She's been a driver of real bottom line business results at the same time. Welcome to our podcast, Icy. Icy, I'm so, so excited to have you as our very first guest for our very first podcast episode. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to this. This is is very exciting, and the Corporate Plus members are very excited about moving forward with this, and I believe that this is going to be a great opportunity for them to get the kind of exposure that they have been asking for for uh, quite a while. Much needed, much needed exposure. It's a great program, and we're going to get into the program, but I just want, I want to start at the beginning. So I want to know who Icy Williams is. I feel like you and I have developed a rapport. We've been working together over the past couple months, um, but I did I did a little research on you. So I would like to know um, a little bit more because you are absolutely extraordinary. I am so impressed by the little bit that I learned. So let's just start at the beginning. So Icy, tell me a little bit about your background, where you're from. Um, I see that you attended Prairie View A&M. I want to know how that experience kind of shaped who you are. Absolutely. Well, starting with a little bit of background about Icy Williams, uh, you know, I grew up in a small town called Fairfield, Texas. Um, did not when I graduated from high school, which had been a integrated high school based upon of my senior year. So I left my black uh, high school and went to an integrated high school in Fairfield, Texas, and graduated from there with honors. And so when I went off to college to the historically black college, I did not have any idea as to how I was going to attend it, just based off of, you know, my economic conditions um, and growing up. But had grown up in a family of 13 with a mom and a dad who really pushed us that education was important. But I was blessed to get a scholarship to go to Prairie View A&M, which is an historically black um, college at that time, mm-hmm. um, and got my degree in business education. Uh, from there. And upon graduation, I went to work for a company in um, Dallas, Texas, uh, as a matter of fact, as a substitute teacher, because that was what my degree was in. (laughs) And from there, um, based upon of my husband's career, uh, because he was a national football player, he got transferred to Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
And in Green Bay, I got the opportunity to join a company called uh, uh, Schreiber Foods. And Schreiber Food is what launched my career into corporate America uh, in 1981. Amazing. And I see that you worked at Procter and Gamble for 29 years. Yeah. And so during that period of time, um, being with Schreiber Foods and then um, them understanding exactly what was happening and going on and being in Green Bay at that time, Procter was in need of minority owned uh, employees. And um, I was able to join up with the Procter and Gamble Company in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and was with them for 29 years uh, through multiple assignments. Started out as a process engineer within the Procter organization, and then moved on my last year prior to being a supply diversity leader. I was plant manager at one of their facilities in New Jersey uh, for four years, and then transferred it back to Cincinnati as the corporate leader of the supply diversity program in 2002 and led the organization through that process, um, taking them from spend of roughly about uh, 750 million to 2.3 billion at my wow. retirement in 2010. Would you look at that, I see. <laughs> it was an exciting career being with the Procter & Gamble company uh, and opportunities that I never would have experience if I had not been with the organization. A great organization for transformation as well as growth and development of all of its employees if they're willing to take advantage of it. Well, it seems like you you were made you were made for the supplier diversity world. You kind of set a blueprint there, but you also owned your own business. And I think you own more than one business, in particular Atmos Atmos 360. That's a manufacturing company. Absolutely. Yes, I did. And, you know, prior to uh, at my retirement in 2010, after um, I joined a minority owned business um, and was with that company for about a year and a half before my late husband and I purchased um, Atmos 360. And Atmos 360 was a filtration uh, company that specialized in dust control systems. So we fabricated, manufactured products associated with dust um, mitigation within global manufacturing facilities across the world. Um, and one of my key customers was the Procter & Gamble Company, uh, which we were really focused on uh, eliminating dust and particulates uh, in these manufacturing organizations so that the people, the employees, um, had cleaner and fresher air uh, to breathe day in and day out. Wow, that is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. great experience. And then once that business was complete, then I did consulting um, for small and diverse businesses. And that was when the NMSDC um, saw that I was in that business and uh, asked me to come and do some consulting with them. And from there, it led to a full-time employment with the NMSDC organization. And here we are. So can you tell me, so the National Minority Supplier Development Council, could you tell me exactly what that is and what their mission is? Absolutely. You know, I've been around the National Minority Supply Development Council 
you know, with the Procter & Gamble company, let's say close to 30 some years. And so certainly getting into the supply diversity role within the Procter, uh, it gave me, you know, close um, connections to NMSDC. So NMSDC or the National Minority Supply Development Council is been around for 50 years, uh, really advocating for diverse business, but specifically minority owned businesses. So their focus is primarily minority owned businesses, which really looks at the community of colors of Asian Indian, Asian Pacific, Black, Hispanic, and Native American, um, and really advocating for those minority owned businesses where they uh, certify, develop, connect, and advocate to national and local corporate members for scalability, capability, and growth. And it is amazing to be a part of that organization because they are the um, cornerstone for certification of minority-owned businesses within the U.S. Uh, and they have linkages and connections to uh, international uh, NGOs just like themselves to ensure that that certification um, is recognized and known um, globally. So the mission of NMSDC really is about to serve as a growth engine for the NMSDC certified businesses and to enable uh, the corporations uh, to advance economic equity. Just what we what with minority businesses need, I believe. I think anything that helps to uplift us, empower us, encourage us, highlight us is so important. And that's one of the reasons why um, I do believe Pride Global is so proud to be certified. Um, we are a minority-owned business, and uh, we love working with the NMSDC. Um, there's so many projects that we are trying to get involved in, but it's just such a great organization, so many facets. Um, and, of course, working with you has been fantastic as well. So you're taking on a new role there. Can you tell us a little bit about your new role? Well, the new, new role is really a combination of the current role that I already had, which was director of MBE services. And within that role was really working with um, the Corporate Plus members, uh, Corporate Plus program um, to advance uh, Corporate Plus members with national corporate members to scale and grow those businesses beyond what they currently were. So that's that's the role. So um, it okay. has enabled me to really be able to um, promote, be able to connect uh, our Corporate Plus members with national corporate members. And you, you have been known as the person who has really brought the Corporate Plus program kind of to the forefront. You've really kind of modernized it and made it a spectacular program. Can you tell us about the Corporate Plus program and um, really what you had in mind when you took on kind of making it to where it is now? Because you've brought it, you've brought it, you've made strides within this within this program. Well, the Corporate Plus program is one that I was very familiar with when I was at the Procter & Gamble Company because it was, it was the opportunity for some of our select 
MBEs to really get into a program that could elevate them and get them connected to the national organization. So even at the proctor, working with my um, CPO, which is the corporate purchasing officer, it was really an opportunity to highlight those individuals within the Proctor uh, Supply Diversity Program to be able to connect them with not only um, C-suite executives within our business units, but also our CPO to be able to, during that period of time, connect them with their peers. So my CPO would connect our Corporate Plus um, sponsored MBEs with his peers throughout other organizations. So the Corporate Plus program had been established to really elevate those MBEs who had been nominated by national corporate members within the organization so that they could be a greater force in meeting the needs of our national corporate members. So in procurement, within the business units, within other um, aspects of spin within the organization, these Corporate Plus members could meet or exceed what our national corporate members' uh, expectations were or what their procurement or sourcing needs uh, were within, within an organization. So the Corporate Plus program was established based off of that because they wanted to have these select MBEs be able to do business on a national basis to meet the corporate needs. And especially during that period of time when they were scaling back and uh, reducing uh, supply chain uh, sourcing uh, number of suppliers within the supply chain, this was a great opportunity to elevate uh, MBEs who met the criteria and could really be a key component of supply chain strategies and procurement. That's great. And that sounds like a really great benefit to belonging to the program. Are there any other benefits that you see for belonging to the program? Well, certainly. I mean, not not only around the linkages and connections to national corporate members, uh, as well as local corporate members, but also being able to engage with the national staff, be able to be a part of events, be able to um, become sponsors of events, be able to be speakers and recognize for those skills and capabilities. But the largest impact was with the growth of Corporate Plus members, it really gave them an opportunity to then be able to look into their own communities and understand where were some of the needs, where are some of the opportunities that are needed within their own community where they're headquartered, as well as to be able to reach down and pull up other MBEs within those communities uh, and grow those businesses. Because, you know, the full outcome of this is community impact. Uh, the uplifting of the communities where the Corporate PLUS members are located. Mm -hmm. And so that means more jobs uh, and et cetera. But those are some of the other benefits associated with, with just really getting into the NMSDC network, um, being able to represent uh, regional councils, being able to represent NMSDC wherever our corporate member was located. I like that. And every... Uh 
person in the program, every company in the program has a sponsor. Is that correct? You know, going back and really looking at what that uh, role of sponsor is, it it is broad. And so let me let me go back to the to the beginning and say when a corporation nominates an MBE into the program, they're really taking on that um, MBE as as a mentee. Um, So they look within their database and say, who have I been working with over a longer period of time? Who has been bringing value to my supply chain and to my business? And who who can I um, stand next to and refer uh, out to other corporations because I believe that they play a major role within my uh, business unit or within my supply chain. And so the sponsor really becomes, first of all, they nominate that MBE into the Corporate Plus program. And that means that they know that MBE, they know how they operate, they know their skills and capabilities within their supply chain. And then they be, they become a coach um, to that uh, nominated MBE. Um, and help develop them in areas that they may not be developed so that they can not only continue to expand the work that they're doing within their organization, but be able to refer them out to other organizations because of their skills and capability. And so then that brings into the sponsor's role of being able to connect and advocate. They connect not only internally within their organization, make sure that every C-suite purchasing buyer or or decision maker in that supply chain know who that sponsored MBE is. Uh, And then they advocate outside, which is externally, uh, to their peers, to others who could utilize those same skills and capabilities um, in their supply chain organizations. Uh, And then they really look at the growth plan of that nominated and sponsored MBE so that they can scale uh, and grow because it's about the scaling and the growth that really then helps with the benefits that the Corporate Plus members are able to do, not only with NMSTC, but within the communities where they live uh, and work every day. So it's working, growing, scaling and growing the nominated um, MBE into the sponsorship uh, program and then that MBEs can work with other MBEs to scale and grow them because it's really back again to the impact that the Corporate Plus member can make within their communities to uplift um, the communities where they work and live every day. That sounds like a great benefit. And that sounds very much like a mentor slash sponsor relationship that, uh, you know, somebody at work would have, you know, you know, within an organization. It is modeled very much off of a workforce, um, mentee and sponsorship relationship um, in the supply chain. And that's why it was uh, initiated 25 years ago. So this program is 25 years old, wow. started back in 1996. Um, So actually, it's going into its 26th year. Um, But uh, and that's why it was set up this way so that organizations or national corporate members could really understand how to scale and grow uh, MBEs 
so that they can do more within the communities where they work and live. It's also a great benefit to corporate members because it expands their supply diversity programs. Mm-hmm. Um, it increases not only the spend, but it also increases other key metrics that deals with uh, job creations. Uh, it deals with um, the ability to, for um, minority-owned business to be able to purchase homes, to send their children to school, to college. Uh, so there's all of those other additional benefits by being um, a sponsor of an MBE into the Corporate Plus program. That's great stuff. Um, I'll be speaking to other Corporate Plus members uh, uh, over the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited. Um, but is there anything that else that you would like us to know about the Corporate Plus program as we start to bring our conversation to a close? The only other thing that I wanted to add is that it is great working with this group of Corporate Plus members. They are, you know, they have skills and capabilities that are being recognized and need to be recognized more uh, to really impact this uh, equity that is needed in our economy today. And so as NMSDC continues to broaden this program and promote this program, they will see excellent results coming from our Corporate Plus members who have been on this journey for 26 years. And I believe that they are the catalyst that can really help NMSDC reach it one million, one trillion target that they are trying to promote as a part of the mission of NMSDC. Can do it. We can do it. The trillion dollars is right in sight. <laughs> it is absolutely right in sight. And I believe it should not be one trillion. It ought to be three trillion because we have the capacity and capability to make it happen with members of our Corporate Plus program. Most definitely. We have some great, great organizations within that program, some great companies, great leaders. I'm so looking forward to speaking with everyone and learning more about their companies. Um, But Icy, thank you so, so much. It's been amazing speaking with you, learning a little bit more about you. I just one last question I want to ask. Do you have a personal mission statement or do you have um, a motto something that encaptures the work that you've done or you're doing or you hope to do? Well, the only thing that I can say is that um, the motto is really about my passion and my drive to really scale and grow minority-owned businesses. It has been there since I started with the Procter & Gamble Company in the role of the supply diversity leader, and it's just a passion and drive that if we can scale and grow our minority-owned businesses, we will have such a greater impact in our communities and the development of all will be uh, elevated. Wonderful. And I do see that as an arch over your career, over the little bit of research that I was able to do. Icy Williams, thank you so much for being our very first podcast guest. It was so great speaking with you. I'm so happy that um, you and I have been able to connect in the way that we have doing the work that we're doing. I do appreciate you and all that you do. And thank you again for joining us for our podcast. Thank you very much to Icy for sharing your story. It was a pleasure to have you on our first episode. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. If you have any questions for the NMSDC 
or Pride Global, please email us at butfirstpeople at prideglobal.com or visit us online at the nmsdc.org and prideglobal.com. Thanks again. And remember to like, share, rate, and subscribe. So we'll be sure to see you next time. Thank you.